Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm Andy. Essentially, Essentially we're, we're two, two Andys. Andys talking about things we find funny and sprinkling in a little real estate. We hope you enjoy. Check, check, check. Okay, mic check, check, hot mic. All right. All right, so welcome back, episode five? Yeah. I feel like this is like an anniversary episode. We should celebrate things and show highlights from our past four episodes. We've, we don't have we've any made highlights. It to the end of January, which always feels like it's never going to happen. Right, it's the longest, days, the longest January like, ever. Um, yeah, and and part of that, like the first week or so, is we're not even really working the whole time because nobody was back from vacation. No one's talked to us. Yes, but January just in general is. So let's let's wish January goodbye. With some smelling salts. With some smelling salts. Okay. Pick something. Essential smelling. So last week was pretty pretty fun. Uh, this week, you know what? This one, I feel like this one you need to, you're gonna get. This is a basic smell. Oh, I'm a basic guy, yeah. so we'll see. Okay. You have to be specific. Mandarin? <laughs> Not that specific, it's just orange. Oh, okay. Well, you said specific. I was going to go with orange, orange, and then. I thought, go specific. I, thought, I thought you'd go Tangerine? more general. I thought you'd more go more like citrus. citrus. Yes. Got it, got it. Got it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good one, though. That was a layup. Next week, not so easy. All right. We'll go back to blog, blog warts or. So we, so we've been, it was, it was Hogwarts, right? I don't know. What Mug, Mugwort. Mugwort. Yeah. It was from Hogwarts. <laughs> so we've got some really cool stuff coming on. We've got, we've got our first guest scheduled for next week's recording. So in two weeks, you'll, you'll get to hear about our first guest. That's really exciting. So I'm going to actually agreed to come on the show and talk nonsense with us. Yes. We're in contract negotiations on that. Yeah. Yeah. As What's our budget? Like, what can we? <laughs> um, yeah, we got it. I don't know. We'll take him to the, like the, the deli or something. Yeah, we can do that. You put it all fries, just <laughs> yeah, fries. Some, some, maybe throw in some gravy. Okay. No American cheese. No, no cheese. Oh man, we are we are a low budget operation here. We are full of our full of ourselves as well. We are filming out of a newly finished basement at our office that doesn't have heat. Um, that's my fault. Um, so you, you can tell what we're dealing with is is pretty low on the rung but we're working on it last right. week we had 15 downloads 15 not bad for not bad i mean my wife is one of them your wife we don't think has ever listened i don't believe so okay uh, I'll, I'll she's too her. embarrassed to admit she has yeah well either that or she just you know, embarrassed I, I, she, to know just, you yeah well that's that goes without saying she's a wonderful woman she is yeah she is it's amazing that um either of us I found ensnared her well i don't think we've talked about this yet this is kind of stupid and silly and nobody cares about is both of our names are Andy, which Correct. I hope people figured that out by the name <laughs> of the title. That's up. Both of our wives are named Jess. Mm -hmm. Your wife is from the town I grew up in. Wild. So we were meant to do this podcast. Is kind of what I'm getting at. I feel like it. Yes. It was uh, very serendipitous. It was very serendipitous. I think the uh, the first time that we met, Jess and I were looking for a house, and we went out with you. Yep. Didn't hire um, me. It was a cold day that day. You didn't hire me. Well, we didn't hire you because you couldn't get the front door open. So that, that, that didn't help. The lock was frozen. And he was actually heading to Yardley, which is his hometown and Jesse's hometown. And that was how we started that conversation. Um, but yeah, we did go within the team, though. You did. You, just, you kept it in the family, and we appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. So what are we, what are we talking about today? So, since last episode, yes, 
um, there was a, an incident at a Dallas Mavericks Phoenix Suns game yes. where Luka Doncic had a hand in getting a fan ejected. Correct. So, he was being a big baby, quite frankly. I, I think so, because the number one quote that went viral from this fan was, you're tired, get your ass on the treadmill, which I think is perfect. I think it's well within fan allowment Correct. of taunting and anger if you're not playing up to snuff. <laughs> right. I, I feel like that's, I think that's fair. I think even if you are playing up to snuff, I, I, I think it's It's I par for the fine. course. You're getting paid it's a millions, millions and millions of dollars. Yes. You can't take that comment. Didn't insult your family. Right. Was not a racial slur. Right. Was not anything uh, threatening or harmful. He just yes. thought you'd been being lazy. Yeah. And in fairness, this game was in Dallas. This was a Phoenix fan, and Phoenix was just massacring. It would be the bad guys. Yeah. They were down, I think, like thirty points after three quarters or something like that, and that was when the ejection happened. So cry, that time. so cry baby. Couldn't handle the heat. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I come from Philadelphia. Right. Arguably the greatest horrible fans in all of sports. Just wondering how you're going to go with that. I mean, that was a good description. The greatest. I mean, if you are, if you're from Philly, you you get it. You know, and I think sure. most Philadelphia Philadelphia fans wear like a badge of honor similar to the Bills Mafia, right? Yeah. So I grew up watching Santa get pelted with snowballs, and at the old stadium fights break out all over the stadium. And you just see the yellow Spectre guards swarming the stadium. And they drag you down to the, not me, it never happened to me. (laughs) But they would drag you down to the the judge, sitting judge and jail cell in the basement of the old stadium to preside over your punishment. So So then, just given the fact, and I don't know statistics or anything other than I know this about Philly... Given the fact that you literally have a judge that just sits for games, mm-hmm. like I mean, that that has to say something to the conduct of the fans, whether it's the Philly fans or the visiting fans or sure. what happens. I mean, literally, they grease the poles, right, in Philly, so we wouldn't burn the city down. Right? Yeah. <laughs> right, and it, does, it didn't work. It didn't work. No, no, but, very tenacious climate. I mean, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Listen, they're passionate. They, they, you know, when when Rocky is your the fictional character of Rocky is your greatest sports figure. Until Nick Foles comes along, you know, you're, you, you get pretty angry, pretty you know, you get <laughs> yeah, short I, fuse here. I get it. I, I get it. But we're champions now. You know, we, I can ride that for 30 more years and from a football I perspective. And it's a football town. Now, I, I, I always enjoyed watching the insanity at the stadiums in Sioux. I've never been kicked out of a game. You haven't. No, I've never I mean, been kicked out. doesn't surprise me. You're a pretty mild-mannered individual, I, I, I feel like. In public, I, I got to do what I got to do. Right. But, yes. but um, was Me? there something? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. So um, I, I have been kicked out of Yankee Stadium. So I'm, what did you do to yeah. get yourself kicked out of Yankee Stadium? Old Yankee Stadium, New Yankee Stadium? Uh, new, new Yankee Stadium. This was probably Not as good as old, by the way. seven or eight years ago. Okay, point. so you're, you're a grown man. A grown man. With, but grown no, no kids yet, though. No kids. Uh, no kids. Married. Um, seven, eight years ago? Oh, no, close. No, I wasn't. We weren't. We weren't married at that point yet. And she's still, so, she still married you after that? Yeah, weird. Weird, right? Um, so, so ended up going, um, getting tickets from, I was working for the, the liquor distributor at the time. One of our reps reached out. I'm a Twins fan. It was Yankees Twins. He was like, hey, man, I got these tickets. It's the last minute. It was like 4 o'clock on a Friday. It was an awful day. Like raining, cold. So I was like, yeah, man, I'll, I'll take them. And if I can use them, I'll, you know, 
So then I reach out to my brother-in-law, who's a Yankees fan, lives in Jersey. I was like, hey, you want to meet me at Yankee Stadium? We'll go to the game tonight. And he's like, sure. So we go. I get some, some beverages for the train ride. Yep. Get there. I was already kind of, you know, kind of lit. You were ready that to go. Point. Yep. And um, get in. And we're sitting, like, in the right field corner in the section, like, right behind the right field foul pole. We get there. There's, like, 18 people in, in the whole section, right? And so, like, I, I don't say a word about Yankees or anything. I start screaming at my team because they're, like, just playing like assholes. And um, so Usher comes down, pulls me up. This is, like, the second or third inning. This is so early. Like early, early. So pulls me up. And um, he's like, you got to go. We warned you already. I was like, you absolutely didn't warn me, but like, what do you mean? I'm like, there's nobody here. I'm yelling at my team. Like, why are you kicking me out of Yankee Stadium for literally doing what a Yankee fan would be doing right now, right? Like, rooting against the, the team that you're playing. So Did your brother want to stay or go? <laughs> so, so I'm outside the stadium, and I call him, and he's like, hey, you coming back? <laughs> he thought, he, I think he literally thought I just went to go get another round of beers, right? And, and so he's like, I'm, no, I'm outside the stadium. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, yeah, I got kicked out. And so he tells the story that after they, after they pulled me out, the fans in the section were actually chanting, bring him back. <laughs> so, like, to me, that's a win, right? Like, it's, you know, I don't, I don't want to get kicked out of the game. The but other Yankee was, fans were actually yelling, bring him back. Yeah. You were that amusing to I, them. I, I feel like it must have been. You know, it's, I guess, hang a feather, right? And do you think, because you, know, you, don't, you don't drink anymore. Right. Right, which is a, a wonderful accomplishment. needed to happen. And, but do you think you could achieve the same result again? Sober? Sober. I mean, yeah, I, I feel like I can. Like, I don't, I don't know. We're going to live stream from the Yankee <laughs> Stadium this spring. We're going to go. Are the twins coming? They're, I mean, they're, find out when the twins coming. are coming. Find out when they're coming. Yes, and we'll go. I think that'd be hilarious. All right, let's do it. Okay, done. And I will scream my head off. It's just we'll bring, your bro- bring your brother along too. All right. Because I need some, yeah. see some context, and we're, right. we're going to relive this. We'll try to get the same seats. No, I don't know. No, no, I don't remember what section, but those could getting. be season ticket holders. That like, oh my god, he came back. Right. You wanted me. Here I am. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Done. Done. What else? So what's your so what's your thought on? Somewhere in between, right? Like, hmm. what is that line? Is there a line where you say, yeah, that, that fan needs to go? Like, I think in, in, in the case, and again, I don't, we don't have all the facts. We, don't, we weren't there for, for so the we, Luca thing, right? But, like, so like at fit, what point should you say, all right, that fan's got to go? I think, I think the basics of social norms, right? Like, I think, I think you've got racial slurs. You've got, act, you know, personal threats to, to, you know, the player or family. Any physical activity in, in the stands, you know, I think that's where you got to go. Yeah. And it's, I think it's pretty cut and dry. But right. if, you're just, if you're just teasing a player, if you're just, you know, being a fan, I, I think it's you – know, and obviously no one else was willing, wanted to kick him out. You know, the guards didn't care. No other players cared. Yeah. He just had a grumpy day. You know what would be really good for Luca's brand? If he, if he actually reached out to that fan, sent him some gear, was like, you know what, man, I had a bad day. I didn't deserve to do that. That would, that would, he'd probably make a ten million dollars on a new endorsement deal the next day if he just said, "You know what? I got to own my shit." Yeah. Well, and, and what's funny? They, they actually like local Arizona stations reached out. Like there was one podcast that I listened to, and, and they had him on and interviewed the fan. And um, 
just like taken through the process of like, hey, what, what was that like? What did it do? Like, and they were like, we went through painstaking efforts to find you, but here you are. So like, if so, I think that that's true. Like, it could also help that fan too. Yeah, you know, maybe get him a little bit of notoriety more than he's already got. But I think I think that's his like flash in the pan probably right. for that fan. But I mean, the now I think about it, there's also you know there's it's a fine fine line between allowing fans to kind of heckle a little bit as well as you know the entitlement to be able to do it too, right? So like, sure. and it bleeds over. Then you th the whole conversation could go into youth sports too, right? But if these are grown men and women playing professional sports, getting paid a lot of money, I think they can take a little heckling. I think so. And yeah. I, think, I think what muddies the water on all this for a lot of fans is the amount of fantasy sports that are played. And they, they uh, stop viewing people, these professional athletes, as people and just view them commodities. as, hey, you're going to help me win this championship, which is going to get me whatever, 500 bucks at the end of the day or $1,000 or whatever your, the purse is at the end of the, the fantasy season. And so there's a lot of hate and things that these professional athletes have to put up with, right. which again, they're getting paid so, so much so money. Having, but like, having a zero tolerance a policy. And then you have people, you right. know, social media, people think they know people. Yeah. You know, I follow so-and-so on Instagram or this or that. I feel like, you know, I, I can't imagine how many uh, uh, you know, Travis Kelsey fans out there think that they're also a Kelsey brother and reach okay. out to him as much as possible. I was listening to their podcast one day, uh, which is a little bit better than ours. Mm. New Heights. Just more established. More established, right? We got time. Like they're they're veterans. Let's go back and let's go back and watch episode five there to see what that looks like. You know what I need you to do? They have a lot more backing than we. But do. you know what I need you to do? What's that? I need you to, you know, and I think you ask your wife, make sure it's okay. But I need you to date a certain somebody. <laughs> a certain somebody. So and, we can... and, and be spotted with her. Yeah. On like listing appointments and things like that. Like that's your game day, right? Listing appointments yeah. is your game day. Have her like outside the window. Yeah, just outside. Like, like you got this, Andrew. That would probably help our, our street cred a lot. I mean, it. You should start stalking. Might her. ruin my life, but it would it would help some street cred maybe. I mean, would it ruin your life if you married her and I mean, billions of dollars? I, mean, I like your wife a lot. She's actually really cool. You know, your wife actually actually has a beautiful voice too. She does. So, she does. you, you kind of did the same thing. I mean, kind of, kind of, <laughs> <laughs> kind of, but not really. Oh God. Dear God. Yeah. yeah. And I played Division Three football, so I think that should give me the street cred I need to first right. the show. That's how you. So you date Taylor you, Swift. You being. You I'm a football. Being I was the football, football player. Right. That gives like, us. I mean, totally. I mean, we're basically the same. Yeah, we're coming for you. So next week. We're gonna have we're gonna uh, Travis Kelsey on the show next week. <laughs> next week. <laughs> He'll take cats time are, off. Cats out of the bag. He's gonna, that was the guy. <laughs> we're, gonna, we're gonna take time off from Super Bowl preparation to right. sit down with us. He's actually gonna come uh, to ne Newtown. Next Tuesday on Media Day, he's actually gonna be sitting with we're us. We're gonna do Media Day here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah mean, hey, bring Patrick if you want to. Makes sense. Oh, dear God. We are schmucks. Yeah, well, you know. We're just a couple of guys sitting in a basement. I'm getting fatigued. Gotta, we've, listen, episode five, we've already upgraded the set. True. I mean, it's much better than just the angle that sitting, to, yeah. <laughs> sitting in two, two chairs. In a chair. I mean, yeah, yeah, no, no, we can do this at least five more times. At least. Yeah. Oh God. So well, are we gonna change the change the scenery every five episodes? There's only so many wall spaces we have. <laughs> so many, so many options. We'll do it lying down one time, maybe. Just sit on the stairs. Are you guys cuddling? Maybe. No, might. Might be. Might be. So flip the script here, and and maybe something a little bit of substance for people to key into, is. We're gonna talk about buyer fatigue in the real estate market and the fact that they are waking up again and coming back, yeah. right? So 
quick blast of the past, hop in your DeLorean, get the flux capacitor going. We're going back to pandemic market. Things are hot and heavy. Come back to the future. We still have buyers that never found a house. For whatever reason, they got outbid. They thought the home prices would settle back down. The rates would come back down. Whatever it is, none of it happened. It kept accelerating. It's still going. And they still haven't bought. Yeah. Where are you seeing these buyers in the market now? I mean, there's kind of a widespread for what I've seen. I've seen some people that are at this point have, have just jumped back in and they're like, well, I got to do it. We got to buy now because we need a house. what's going to happen? You know, we started in 2020 and everything ramped up from there. And now the house that we were looking at that so, was easily within budget is now not even within budget for us. So they resigned themselves to realize it is what it is. Yeah. Right. And they were just, we have to buy a house and whatever we can afford, we'll buy. Yeah. And I think there's still the, there's still a, a good number that are kind of skeptical and just like yeah. tipping their toes in the water, so to speak, and trying to see if. Does it make sense for us to jump in now? Should we wait? What happens if interest rates go down? All the we things that we, we miss the boat, we, whatever. Right. All the things that we talk about routinely, and it's interesting that now I've even had conversations with people that are like, "Hey, you know what? You told us we should have bought what we could, basically stay within your budget." And and there's all kinds of different ways to look at that. Um, but I think fundamentally, look at what that monthly payment is and know where you're going to be month in, month out, buy something you can afford, and then trade up down the road. You know, something, something like that makes, makes a lot of sense. But then, you know, when they're just kind of still hesitant to get in, what's going to happen down the road? They're like, oh, well, what if interest rates There, there, will, there is happen? never, you know, listen, there were historically low interest rates, 25 to 3.5% for a little while. There's no doubt. And if you got the chance to buy a home then and keep the home, you, you, you made out like a bandit. Right? So no one can predict the future, but the, time and time again, we're talking over a 100-year spread. Real estate is still a great investment, and you can't time the market. It's like the stock market. You cannot time it, but you have to be in it. Right. Otherwise, you will not win ever. And so I think a lot of buyers, and this goes back to talking about society as a whole, is we have very short-term time horizons of you know, when we're trying to find satisfaction. So people think, well, I'm going to buy my home and it's going to be worth a whole lot more later. I'm going to buy my home. If I wait a little bit, interest rates will fall and I'll be, I'll be in a better spot. Mm-hmm. You're buying a home for 30 years. That's the intent. Yeah. Very few of our clients buy a home thinking, I'm going to sell in two years. If that's the case, don't buy. If you know you're leaving in two years, rent and move out, and move, move away. But the intent in most of our market is family-driven or downsizing into maybe a last home. Mm-hmm. But the intent is to be there for the foreseeable future. And so if you're looking at a larger 20, 30 year time horizon and interest rates drop, well, you have an opportunity to refinance. No problem. Yeah. Or they go back up and you miss that boat too. But you've got to be in the game if you want to, if you want to build you know, the long-term win. Right. And I think what you're saying is like there's always going to be fluctuation, right? Always. always that's only be, guaranteed. There's, there's Good and bad. There's nothing that guarantees anything other than that that's what's going to happen. But you need a place to live. You need a place to live. And, and, and I think that... The focus for a lot of buyers has changed from looking for that forever home to, all right, let's go from a starter home to like something that's intermediate more intermediate. And but even that I home isn't two or three years. That home is still seven to 10 potentially. Absolutely. Yeah. Right? But if so, you're going from, or if you're going from renting a two bedroom apartment or a two bedroom condo or whatever, and you just, you know, you've got one kid and a kid on the way. 
Rent, you could, yeah. you well, could make that space work, but temporarily you want something a little bit bigger. Well, and and also, but you can remember also, like if you're renting in our market a two bedroom condo in a decent place, you're spending three thousand dollars a month, right? right? Yeah. And you're running out of space. That's three thousand dollars a month. Granted, you got to be able to save for your down payment, all these other things. You can get into a home that'll absolutely fit a, a, a decent home for three thousand dollars a month. Right, there's something you're building equity yeah. in, taking I mean, some write-offs on. Or, or minimally, Andy, you could get into trading that space that you're renting for the same space for that money. At the, ver at the if, very if least. Nothing, if nothing else. Yes. And then at least that way you're building the you're building, equity. Right. And, you're, you're, yeah, and you have some write-offs and it's yours. And then right. you can do what you want with it later. And I think that to that point of having the write-offs and everything, there are, you know, money makes money, right? Mm -hmm. And so... As you pay down your mortgage and you're paying down the principal, you're obviously, you know, kind of like you talked about last week with a forced savings, right? Like that's essentially a forced savings account. You're growing your net worth. But at the same time, you know, if, if you're just paying down, if you're just paying rent every month, you're not, you're not doing anything for yourself. So even if you're trading one space for the other, even if you literally move into from one condo into another condo that's exactly the same. That you, one you rent, one you own. At least you're moving yourself and moving your family forward. Right. Maybe not at the steps that you would hope right. or as quickly as you would hope, but you're still moving yourself forward. So the notion really is delayed gratification is okay. I mean, it's, it's Andy, I think it's everything. I, I agree. It's patience. Like, like we, we in, in our society now, with Amazon, with everything, like we get next day, if not sometimes the same, same day, day, or like overnight by yep. like 8 a.m. Find, like, find answers you on know, your phone immediately to whatever query you have. Right, there's, 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 there's very little that we have to delay gratification on, and I think that that has poisoned us to the fact that, oh man, well, I want, I want this house now. Right, I want the big view. a lot of times, like, you know, I, I think one of the things that some, some people that I've talked to struggle with is like, Oh, well, my friends all bought like two, three years ago, and they bought compare these them, houses. They compare themselves. And then I'm going to buy this house, and it's nothing compared to people. Stop well, caring what. Stop caring what your friends think. Who That's cares? really what it comes down to. Do what's best for you, your family, and your goals. Yeah. Your friends don't care either. They're not. And if they're measuring you, it's like you tell your tell your kids, like they're not your friends then. And it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter if it's a house, your it's house a car. Is, it's I, I think your house is bigger than mine, actually. Oh, it might be. I don't know. Could we be friends though? Yeah. I mean, okay. If, if you want to be. Okay. Yeah, at least for a couple more episodes. <laughs> we'll see. And then we'll just see pretend to be friends. Ten and then break. <laughs> it was a good run. <laughs> I mean, some, you know, we always have good runs. Good runs and all kinds of things. But well, we're going to keep this going. Yeah. We'll be back next week. Yeah. New guests yeah, coming soon. We've got, some, we've got some very lucrative offers after some other guests. Travis, let us know. Yeah. You had to start somewhere, and we're starting to help. Help a couple guys out. Right. I played football. Travis. He got maybe, kicked out of a maybe, baseball maybe, game. Maybe you're talking to the wrong Kelsey brother. Maybe you should be talking to Jason. Jason is my favorite human in the world. I'm just saying. I know. I know. Eagles, he Eagles is, fan. He, he is Mr. Eagle. He is the point of the tush push. He, he is. Like, if he doesn't. And I played center in college. I mean, it's, 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 We're it's brothers. kind of like you were meant to be. Andy Kelsey. <laughs> Andy Kelsey. You guys want to adopt me? I'll be the cool older brother that, <laughs> needs, that needs money from you guys all the time. The <laughs> cool older brother. <laughs> More like the older brother lives on mom's couch. Hey, listen. On that note, mom, the meatloaf! <laughs> We're out.